Hey there, Healthish listeners, and welcome. If you've joined us for the first time, I am your host, Felicity Harley. Today, I've got a very special guest in the studio, the big boss of Body and Soul, Sarah Lamarquand. Actually, she's also the editor-in-chief of Estella and pops up each week on the Today Show. Now, it's that time of year where many of us give up alcohol for a short time, but in Sarah's case... It's been a long time. Today, a wealth of research suggests Australians' thirst for booze is on the decline, and it's been trending downwards for a while now. And Sarah's here to fill us in on this sober, curious movement. By the way, if you want to hear more about Sarah's own story with alcohol, she shares more about that on Extra Healthy-ish. So search for that episode wherever you get your podcasts. Sarah, welcome into the recording studio of Body and Soul HQ. I don't think you've been here for a while. I haven't been in here, Felicity. Isn't that funny? Now I can see where the magic happens. It's quite fancy, isn't it? Oh, it's good, isn't it? Well, it's lovely to have you in here. And I wanted to get you on to talk about this sober, curious movement. You did this great issue a couple of weeks ago. Mm. What's this movement all about? Well, it's fascinating because I think what the sober curious movement is about is no extremes. So if we look back, how we used to talk about alcohol addiction was that you were an alcoholic, which meant that you had a very extreme medical problem, or it was just a free for all. And, you know, there's no limits or rules around uh, whether you don't drink. And if anything, there's actually a lot of suspicion around people that don't drink. And I mean, I would own up to that. I think growing up and as a young adult, if you ever were at a party or at a dinner and someone said, oh, I don't drink, I hate to admit, but there'd be something I would think, oh, that's a bit strange. Or, you know, maybe they have a drinking problem. Or maybe Um, they're pregnant. Well, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, there's there's a time in a woman's life, and we've all been there, where you're at that work dinner and you say, oh, no drink for me. And they're all like, oh, okay, so she's pregnant. She's on the baby track. And of course... Like a lot of things, it becomes uh, a stereotype because it is based in truth because I'm sure you, like me, Felicity, have been at those work dinners and parties and gone. I had uh, a colleague tell me that she was on antibiotics for a long time and I was like, yeah, no, antibiotics is code for I'm pregnant. So I knew that, but that's funny how we used to always make excuses for it because we weren't drinking. Yes, exactly. That's right. And I don't know what it says about me. Uh, Maybe I'm clearly, I mean, I have two children who are now um, 11 and 13 this winter. So clearly I have just stepped outside of the uh, reproductive years because no one, (laughs) no one assumed that I was pregnant. I mean, maybe a few waiters did in the dim lighting. (laughs) But uh, people in my actual life knew that that was not what it was. So that's the thing. I think it almost gives you, as you say, creates a bit of questions and problems and rightfully or or wrongly, we do feel the need to explain ourselves. But I think outside of that time in a woman's life, you know, for people that fall outside of that time period or, you know, clearly have been open that they don't want to have children or, you know, obviously if they're men, um, there's a lot of reasons that we're not drinking and it is something that's always strange and been frowned upon or that you're forced into an explanation. And I think what 
the sober curious movement is about not having such a linear approach. So it's really just about reevaluating your relationship with alcohol. Now, that might be that you completely stop drinking, but it might just be that you take a mini break or that you just pull back and rather than just have one or two alcohol-free days a week, which as we know, of course, is recommended that you have at least two, that you might expand that to say not drinking during the week. That's really what we're talking about when we talk about sober curious. I mean, this. I mean, I think this is a refreshing cultural shift that we we needed. What do you think are some of the reasons behind it? Well, look, they're definitely, like a lot of things, we are learning a bit from the younger generation. So, for instance, in, in the sober issue, we did talk about how the number of 18 to 24-year-olds who are choosing not to drink alcohol at all, that figure's actually doubled in the past 20 years. Wow. So that is something that I certainly didn't see coming. And, I mean, I have my own, um, l- to be fair, largely anecdotal um, intuitive reasons for why that might be. And I think that is just that classic generational rebellion that goes on. You know, every generation that comes through wants to make their own mark and do it differently to how, you know, mum and dad's generation did. And certainly in a a country like Australia where we glorify alcohol so much, you can see how younger people would have thought, I don't want to do that. And then it's become a little bit of a movement. But I think also the role of celebrities has been interesting. There's like a lot of young celebrities, you know, people like Bella Hadid, Blake Lively, um, in Australia, Olivia Molly Rogers, who've all moved away from alcohol and been quite open to that. And we know that having that sort of um, celebrity uh, role model, for want of a much better word, it does have a, a contagious effect because people don't feel so isolated in their decisions. Absolutely. And also, I think think, you know, my time in, in health media, health and wellbeing, I feel like we are becoming healthier and we're realising that the impact of even casually drinking, it can have on your health, both in the now and long term. Absolutely. I think that, you know, as we become increasingly health conscious as a country, it's absolutely part of that conversation. And I, I think we're becoming, I like to think, a little bit more nuanced. And I think, you know, podcasts like this one and your titles like Body and Soul and the, um, you know, the sheer volume of information, good information, not just talking about, uh, you know, fun, but, you know, non-factually based little things on TikTok and um, being propagated by influencers. The access to information we have about uh, health and well-being means we are making more informed, considered decisions. And I think that feeds into this idea that it doesn't have to be such a black and white abstinence or, uh, you know, completely drinking myself under the uh, sofa every night, that there really is a middle ground. And really, that's all we're talking about here is the, the healthy middle ground. Yeah, absolutely. Now, just quickly, tell us about your own experiment during the pandemic. Well, in what I call the end of that very first long winter of the first lockdowns in 2020, I, in the early spring, decided to take a little bit of uh, a reset, I called it, um, which was really just a way for me to uh, completely step away from alcohol, just as my way of re-evaluating my relationship. I don't think I'd be alone when I say I think that that line became blurred during that first lockdown. Obviously, like a lot of Australians, I was 
was working from home. And obviously, that's a privilege. There's a lot of people that can't work from home. But for those of us that did it, we also know that it it brought with it a lot of challenges. I mean, I was completely relaunching the Body and Soul brand from my kitchen table, you know, writing um, logos on bits of paper while I'm allegedly homeschooling. You can't see me, listeners, but I am doing inverted commas <laughs> there. Two young boys. And I think that that line was becoming blurred. So I decided just to take a complete break. And almost two years later, I actually haven't had another drink. And how do you feel? I feel great. And that's ultimately why I'm doing it, because it's still the reset is not about rules. So for me, it is, as you say, it's a one woman experiment. That's how I explain it. It's how I describe it. And, you know, one day if I decide that I do want to have a drink, um, certainly not here to demonise that. Pretty much everyone in my life is still drinking. Um, But for me, while it feels like it's the right decision for me, that's what I'll be sticking to. Well done, Sarah. And thank you for coming into the studio. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me in the lovely new studio, Felicity. Thanks for tuning in to this chat with Sarah. I hope you got some tips and tricks and perhaps are trying the sober curious lifestyle for yourself. If you want more info about this movement, just jump onto bodyandsoul.com.au. We have plenty of stories on there. And remember, you can join the conversation via Body and Soul on Instagram, Facebook or TikTok. Anyway, thank you for joining us as always. And if you have a moment, we'd love it if you could rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. And until tomorrow, I should say cheers with my non-alcoholic wine and stay healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.